Hey friends, we are your hosts Leanne and Llewellyn and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. We have Miss Jane with us on again. Hey. (laughs) What up? Um, You just were in town um, a little bit ago and we did not record while you were here. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. I forget what we did. We... I think we all needed a I think, chill night or something. I think we did. I think we I think we got back and chilled and it was the day right before we got locked out of our Airbnb, <laughs> which was a horrendous experience. Wait, we need to hear the story. <laughs> yes. Uh why don't you give our listeners um the story, Jane, since okay. since you're our guest, I want you to tell the story. Yeah, and you chime in if I'm missing anything. Um Okay, so Leanne and I went for a hike earlier in the day and then got, like, dinner and came home. We're kind of like, well, maybe we'll just stay in tonight, pack, relax, watch a show. Mm -hmm. And then both of us just kind of were like, let's just go get one more drink. So then we say yes, we go. We kind of look like scrubs a little bit, but it's fine because we'll just figure we're, we're coming back home right afterwards. And so we do that, we come back, and the door had like a um, like a reader, not a key. Okay. And it was giving us trouble like kind of the whole time we were staying there, but you know, Leanne was able to like finesse it enough that we could get inside. You had to put it at like one spot. It only yeah. it would only open if you put it in like it had to be right up against the mag- like the magnetic reader, and it had to be in one spot, like dead center. Yeah. So, you know, we did all the things. Like, she's doing that. I tried, and we're like, okay, it's not working. Um, so we call the Airbnb host to come, <laughs> and then he, I don't know, thought we were idiots or something and, like, tried his, <laughs> and then he was like, oh, it's not working. We're like, Yeah. <laughs> We just and, told you that. <laughs> and so we, you know, come to the conclusion that it's like the actual reader. So then he has to contact the, like, I don't know, the maintenance of the actual building. So then he comes and it's just like super laissez-faire. This is like probably an, into an hour of us waiting, maybe even a little longer. And, you know, we're just slumped out in the hallway, like... You know, both of us are like, could we put our face on this hallway carpet? <laughs> kind of tired. And, um, yeah, no solution there. So then we end up just going back to Leanne's, um, Leanne's place, which was fine, but all of our stuff was still inside. You know, and yeah. we like, you know, I'm leaving in the mid-afternoon um, on Sunday. We wanted to go to church and, like, you know, you can go to church however you please, but, like, we would have liked to have some deodorant on, maybe, like, brush our teeth. <laughs> brush our teeth. Yeah. We couldn't do that. So, yeah, it was fine. We ended up getting back in, but it was like a very, I don't know, convoluted process. And it just seemed like dead ends every single time someone came to like rescue us. It just oh, that's the worst. wasn't Sounds working. Like the worst. But it was, it was a good memory. <laughs> I think I think between this story and the London story, our readers are getting, our, our listeners are getting a very good picture of my love hate relationship with airbnbs <laughs> of how how you how you travel <laughs> well about how i lose like airbnb keys how they just don't let me in like, yeah yeah for sure <laughs> ah! <laughs> um and it was 
what Jane didn't tell you is that when we started the process, when when did we get back in? It was like eleven thirty. Yeah, was a or maybe late. eleven. Eleven. Maybe it was like eleven o'clock. I think we had closed down a restaurant. Everyone had le- like was leaving. We were kind mm-hmm. of one of the last tables to get up and leave because we were meeting with a friend. And then by the time we actually got to my apartment, it was like two a.m. Wow. So we had waited like an hour in between each attempt to get in. It was just. It was so frustrating. <laughs> it was almost like I was too tired to be frustrated <laughs> because it, I, it was 2 a.m. and I was, yes. it had been a long day. But, well, we're excited to have you back. Um, this is a, a pretty good episode. So, um, I don't think we've got any life updates now because we are still in the middle of the month. So, uh, Llewellyn, why don't you give us the episode recap? Yes. So this week we watched episode five of season three, titled The One with Frank Jr. Phoebe has trouble bonding with her half-brother Frank when he comes to visit, while Joey attempts to build an entertainment center, and Ross is challenged to name the five celebrities he would like to sleep with the most. (laughs) Ooh, that is good. good Okay, so... In this in this soft open, we come up. Uh, Chandler enters the room, and when he enters, he sees that there is about half of a Home Depot inside of his apartment. Um, <laughs> Joey is apparently <laughs> Joey's apparently making something with a lot a lot of wood, and Chandler's like, "What what is happening?" and Joey thinks that answering the question, like, that this is going to answer, like, Chandler's question. He says, well, you said we wanted a place for the mail. (laughs) And yet he's got so much material in his apartment. Yes. That he was like, yeah, and? And he's like, well, then I started thinking. And we've always talked about wanting one of those, you know, curio cabinets or whatever they're called. You know, those um, TV stands that are all built in and large and hold a lot of stuff. He's like, so I just thought that there could be a mail, like a mail section in that thing. (laughs) And, um, so he's sort of, it's one of those where it's like, you've got a roommate, they're going to do what they're going to do. He's already started. He's already in the process. So he goes in, opens his door and he trips, (laughs) trips over the bottom half of his door because apparently for Joey the power saw got away from him a little bit <laughs> a little he bit he just sawed his door right in half uh yeah um and then we go into the main part of the episode and Phoebe is outside she's waiting on her brother and um it's just so sweet for i think her desire to have family that she makes up this little you know, it's very sisterly to say, oh, Frank, he's always late. You know, he just, <laughs> yeah. she just so wants, f- like, family relationships. And mm-hmm. I think it's really sweet. That's sweet. I think at this point, this is not, this is off topic a little bit, but I loved Phoebe's blazer. I think this, at the main part where they're, like, mm. sitting in the cafe, it was, like, I don't know, printed I can't remember because we watched the episode a little bit ago, but I loved it. 
because you know how nice. Phoebe dresses. It's not exactly like I don't ever look at look to her for like, oh, I love your fashion sense. But <laughs> she looked just sharp. She looked great. And then even Chandler sitting on the couch finally had a decent outfit on. Like his, <laughs> his clothing was like fitted, and I was like, okay, Chandler Bing, I see you wearing fitted clothing. But just had to comment on that. When you when you say it like that, Jane, when you say it like that, it's like, um, you sound like his grandma. Like, and Chandler (laughs) finally had a decent outfit on. (laughs) Showing off his shoulders or that young body. (laughs) What? No, that's good. I love fashion catches, especially from the 90s. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you guys, have you guys ever watched The Nanny? Yes. Yes. Bits and pieces. Okay. I just, I I had never seen it from like start to finish and it's on HBO Max. Okay. And I watched it from start to finish. Now as a TV show, it's kind of horrible. Yeah. But her fashion choices are, there, there's this one friend that I have, um, she, not that she's not a fan of friends, but coming on this show doesn't really seem like something she'd be interested in. <laughs> so, um, you know, none of you guys know her, but she, the way that she dresses, I'm like, she could easily implement every single one of Nanny Fran's outfits into her wardrobe and nobody would question <laughs> that it was like a throwback because it's somewhat, it's somewhat popular now, the style that she was wearing yeah, and the colors and the printed patterns. And like, she literally had a full skirt and blazer top that was printed as if they were bricks, like laid bricks on top of one another, like a brick wall. And like, I was thinking, oh my gosh, my friend could still wear that. And it would be, no one would question her fashion ability. Like there's just something about old fashioned that I love connecting with um, because I think it's especially in the 90s it's starting to circle back so mm-hmm, I think that's yeah. a solid catch um, and so Phoebe thinks that Rachel has come out to console her to like oh support me and like waiting for my brother and she's like oh oh no actually Gunther sent me out here because we're not allowed to have cups outside and so she like takes her cup from her <laughs> she could have brought like a to-go cup maybe i don't know yeah maybe they didn't maybe they didn't have to-go cups but i'd like to think a busy new york cafe in that place no that's true how do i think about it i've never seen them yeah i've never thought about it until this moment but there's no way that all cafes are only sit-in like they have to know that people are grabbing and going Mm -hmm. especially so it is interesting that she'd be like you know she could have brought her like either another full coffee or just like something to dump it into real quick but, um, so as, so we go inside the cafe and Chandler makes a really funny, like, is David Copperfield cute? Do you guys know who David Copperfield is? No. Um, I mean, the name's familiar, but I can't picture him. I think he's, okay, so he's an American magician. That's why I think oh, we know him. Okay. It's really hard like to his... tell because, like, by 90s standards, is he cute? I don't... Not really. Uh, I feel like his name is said more than, like, people know who he is. Yes. 
Yeah, I would agree. Maybe he kind of looks I like. I could see how, like, he's, like, he's got the, like, tall, dark, handsome type features. Like, his mm-hmm. hair is really, like, thick, and he's got, like, you know, black, like, almost like black, Jimmy. like, really dark brown black hair. He's kind of um, like John Stamos, but not as cute. Yeah, like his cousin. It's like John Stamos is, like, older yeah. uncle, much older uncle. Yes, mm. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Cause I'm seeing I'm seeing a picture on here that I'm like you know maybe if I was I don't know ten years older I'd think he was cute but right now in my thirties not so much yeah yep is oh, it the dang. second one like when you Google it there's the pink yes. bowl cut picture and then there's the, <laughs> the uncle picture it's like straight out of a disco movie. yeah then there's the one with like the black collared shirt with like yeah his hairy chest his hairy yeah. Chest. Yeah, so listeners out there, if you Google David Copperfield, the first picture you'll see is a, it looks like a That 70 Show photo feature, but then the second picture, that's what we're judging by. So if you, if you care to look, he's an American illusionist or American magician. Um, I could, I could see how people would think he's handsome. Yeah, in the 90s for sure. But, but only in that photo, every other photo, I don't know, looks... Kind of old and creepy. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, okay. So, anyways, the, the point of this is, like, you know, Chandler makes this offhanded comment of, like, does anybody think David Copperfield's cute? And uh, and Monica's like, no, but he said you're, like, steamy or something. <laughs> <Whatever> she said. <laughs> that, that definitely wasn't it, but. Um, and... And all of a sudden, Chandler brings up this topic with the friends that will be one of the story points. And it's this idea of a celebrity okay list that if the if the situation ever arose, there is a predetermined list of celebrities that you would be allowed to sleep with. (laughs) (laughs) And the relationship could not like go sour because of it. Like you have a free pass. It's like a hall pass for celebrities um now we're gonna get to our own lists later Llewellyn remember back about a season ago when we thought the episode titled the one with the list was gonna be the yep we did <laughs> this episode so we were prepared so, ahead of time guys we were we were prepared way ahead of time and I had no clue I never looked which episode it was gonna be so when it came up we were sort of like oh oh shoot like if you haven't finalized your five, you've got to do it now. So I had a list of about 20 celebrities that I'm like, they're cute. They're cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had to whittle it down. And I've got a few honorable mentions just because it's really <laughs> hard to narrow it down to five because Hollywood is attractive. So mm-hmm. um, so we'll get to ours later. But Monica doesn't have a list. She's one of the characters that doesn't list her five. Um, she essentially says, I have to have a boyfriend and then I can have a list. So she's a little bitter <laughs> in her um, unwillingness to create a list. Rachel is hilarious. She starts off by going, oh, you know, I don't know. And she then quickly rattles off five celebrities. <laughs> yeah, like way too so fast. fast. It was so fast. It was hilarious. Um, then... Oh, at this point, we don't know. Phoebe never mentions hers. She's got a different storyline happening. 
Ross would have to take time to figure it out because he's too much of like a critical thinker to just name off. He has to strategically organize who his five would be. He takes it very seriously, (laughs) which I feel like my Ross is coming out in that moment because I was the same. (laughs) I couldn't just name off five because I'm like, what if I named off the wrong one and I forget somebody or something? So, um, but Phoebe comes in, uh, Frank has met her outside. So she comes in with him and introduces him to the group. And as he gets introduced to the girls, he just goes, whoa, (laughs) whoa. He's like, how do you get anything done? And Chandler, his response is so perfect. He's like, we we don't really. <laughs> Which I think is kind of just a jab on like the idea that like the friends are never doing anything. Yeah. I don't know. What do you what do you guys think? I mean, I guess I wouldn't say that I don't view it as they're not doing anything. Because that would tell me that I'm not doing anything with my life because that's what I do with my friends. <laughs> um, I, well, I just feel like at that time period too, like it was more, it, I guess it was, you would see people hanging out like that more often mm-hmm. than you do nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their storyline's so different. Cause I feel like now if you watch a show with friends, it's usually like following um, like drama, like in like interpersonal drama between the group, like that's what hooks people in. Yeah. And the fact that they mm-hmm. don't really have too much of that, I don't know. It's more of them like supporting each other through like personal dramas rather than like stirring up the pot within their group. Yeah. Um, like actual friendship. Um, yeah. So like now, I guess if people are watching, they'd be like, "There's nothing going on here. They literally do nothing," and it's because <laughs> they're just normal people. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Uh as they're they're kind of talking to him too of like what like what do you want to do today? And he says he's gotta find throwing stars. Do we know what that is? <laughs> like those um ninja yeah, ninja yeah. stars, like those sharp pointed daggers. Yeah. Kind of. The fact okay. that Jane knew that. <laughs> I have some in my trunk. I think yeah. Really? I think you're <laughs> You said it it so, like, yeah. Matter of factly, I thought that you did. Next to my bazooka and my pepper spray. (laughs) Pepper spray is understandable. My hunting knife. Yes. Um, I figured that's what they were, but the fact that he wanted to find them on Times Square, my thought was are there shops on Town Square, like in Times Square? Did I just say town square? You <laughs> sure did. Okay, I meant time, obviously. Okay. <laughs> wow. Please go to New York and say, hey, I'm trying to find my way to the town square. <laughs> <laughs> town square. Hey, can you point me to town square? <laughs> uh, um, are there shops on Times Square where they sell throwing stars? Or is he thinking that he's going to find people who have thrown throwing stars that are left over on Times Square. I guess I just didn't get the joke here. Yeah. I mean, do we really ever get anything Frank says? Mm, that's true. But I, yeah, probably, Frank, I mean, I'm, a treat. I'm sure that Times Square, there's a shop somewhere on Times Square that sells yeah. ninja things. I guess I perceived it as the latter. Like, the rowing stars in something, like people had already thrown them. 
Like, I pictured, like, mm-hmm. a Pokemon Go kind of group, and there was, like, a throwing star <laughs> of, like, the 90s. Group. Yeah. yeah, and, like, that was just something they did. Well, they do have random, like, yes. people, like, dress up as random stuff and walk yeah. around, so maybe someone told them there was a ninja there? <laughs> yes. Exactly that. Could be. I don't know. It's Times Square. Anything's possible. <laughs> in the town um, square. That sounds like it's it to me. In the, in the town square. In the town I square. I think just knowing, just knowing Frank, it just... It, it could obviously both, and it probably is the first one, but knowing Frank and his, like, eccentricness, it makes me think that maybe it's not the first one, and maybe it's the second one, and he yeah, thinks that, like, he's just going to go find leftover throwing stars like, on the ground. <laughs> and he also mentions that he wants to take a picture of a hooker for his friend. <laughs> um, so it sounds like he doesn't get into the city much. No, not at all. <laughs> uh... So we hop back over into kind of the apartment building and the people's places. And at the guy's place, Joey is still working on his construction and he drills through the wall really close to Chandler's head. Now, what's funny is like you can definitely tell that it's not a solid wall because as they're drilling into it, his head is like bopping back and forth from like the reverberation of the fake wall that they've put behind his head. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, isn't his room or isn't his bed on the other side of the room? It is. It's on the opposite or it's on the wall to his right. Yeah, it's like that? as soon as you walk in the door, <laughs> you've got. We watch it too much. It's either on that first wall to the right or on the wall facing outside of the apartment building. Yeah. I right? think it's been on both. Yeah. But it's definitely not on the wall that faces to the internal apartment. Yeah. So what is he sitting on and taking a nap on to where he almost gets his head, you know, spinned around a little bit by this he seems drill? Like- he seems like somebody that would have, like, a beanbag chair at the end of his bed. That's what I pictured. <laughs> That's, like, a baseball or something, because he's a dweeb. Because it's from his childhood. Beanbag yeah. chair. That's so perfect. Or, like, perfect. one of those hands, you know, that, like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, my gosh. I loved yes. that chair. No. I had a friend that had that chair, and I loved it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, you had a hand chair? I had a friend that had a hand chair. All the rage. And I loved it. It was so cool. It does probably hold you nicely. It does. Is it comfortable? I mean, not for a long term. I wouldn't nap on it. As a child. Yeah. When you're smaller. Our young adult bones, probably not. Yeah. (laughs) Is there a cushion for this? You had had one of those. So a hand chair. She probably had one of those clear phones, didn't she? Too. Yeah. All the cool stuff. Those were the thing. I wanted one so bad. I would still own one. I would too. I would love a landline. I would only, I'd only give my friends my landline. Yes, yes. <laughs> that would be great. You would like a landline? I would like a landline. I don't know. I love when patients come in at work and they like have their cell phone number listed, and then when I ask, they can give me a home phone. And then just all their spam calls go there. And then... For a minute, I thought you were going to tell me that they'd come in with their pagers. And I was going to be like, what is happening? That would be great. That would be great. But... I wonder if old tech is going to make a resurgence, like, just for the sake of irony. Yeah. Well, I mean, aren't like, they now creating, like, like what flip if... phones that are like iPhones? 
Really? There's a company that's making, I think it's Samsung. Huh. They made a phone that's a flip phone, but still a smartphone. Yeah. I mean, Leanna spoke to this before um, about, like, our children, um, like, rebelling against, like, selfies and things. Like, I wouldn't surprise me <laughs> if they are like, you know what? I'm not, like, I'm carrying, like, an old traditional not smartphone and no social media outside of LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn. <laughs> it's not even. I mean, I, I'm all for that. Yeah, my children want to bring that around. Yeah, it's getting a little, yeah, tiring. Anyways, I think I'll give my kids like a flip a flip phone as their first phone, or like a random like non smartphone. I oh, think yeah. I'll just do mm-hmm. it. Like a keyboard I'll be like, phone. Yeah. The only reason you need this phone is to call me, and so that I know where you are. Calls and texts. That's the only reason you know this phone. Yes. Or you need it. Exactly. Um, okay, so Chandler makes the point, like, no, you didn't get me. If you get me, like, you kill me. Like, <laughs> so the, you know, ignorance of Joey trying to, you know, do this project, and Chandler's getting a little frustrated. Uh, then over at the girls' apartment, Joey comes in, and he is getting, like, a drink for Monica's thing, and... He says, hey, Mon, when are you going to, you know, like, replace your tile? And she's like, I don't need to replace my tile. And he's like, well, it's all dingy. And she's like, Monica, of course, being the um, clean, you know, neat freak, is like, I do not have a dirty bathroom floor. (laughs) And he's like, sure you do. Come look over here where the basket is and see what the floor used to be colored. And she's, like, horrified. And all of a sudden, Joey's one project turns into two projects because he goes in, thinks that this old laminate is going to just pop right up, but they've glued every piece of it down. And so he only picks up the little square that the little thing will get. Um, and he tries to, like, cover it with, like, the toilet bowl, like, scrubber. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that was, I mean, that's pretty much all that is. It just shows that he's adding on another project. And we hop over to Phoebe's place, and their their talk is not going very well. No, <laughs> it's just very awkward. I feel like anytime anyone tries to have a conversation with Frank, it's just like what? It's almost like pulling teeth. Like what I imagine it would feel yes. like to pull teeth, or like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, just like I don't know what. I don't know. And it's 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 interesting because, like, Phoebe is always the one that's really out there. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. her having to kind of, like, reel her brother in is just, like, a whole side of Phoebe that, like, we're not used to yet. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I would almost assume, because they're both kind of spacey, that yeah. they would be able to gel, but... Yeah, like, they would have almost have, like, their own language that mm-hmm. they would talk, but yeah. she... It's like you feel bad for her in this this moment because you're like, I know that you just want family. You just right. want somebody that yeah. is your family. Mm-hmm. But, like, she doesn't know how to connect with him. Like, everything they're saying, yeah, they don't have that, like, thing mm-hmm. that, you know, siblings can have. Yeah. Which and, is, like, kind of a bummer. Right. And they only have this, like, weekend to kind of figure it out, too. Yeah. So, like, she has, like, that time crunch, like on her mind yeah. and she's like hey i'm trying to be intentional with our conversations here like, well he just wants to can burn you participate yeah. yeah and take pictures of prostitutes <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah they have absolutely <clears throat> nothing in common and 
I, Phoebe, like, is really bumming. Like, the only thing that they're really, like, birthdays, special skills, and by that I mean, can you roll your tongue? And then (laughs) I like to melt things is pretty much the only progress we see in this first part of the conversation. And you're right, like, Phoebe's trying really hard to try and find a connecting point. But you're right, it's almost like you ask a question and get, like, a short response. It's like, he's not giving her anything that she can work with. Like, right. nothing at all. Like, she, she's like, none of this is connecting at all. Um, so, in the meanwhile, uh, Ross, we're over at the cafe, and Ross is actively working on his list. <laughs> And he mentions three names. And Chandler's like, well, she's too international. You've got to play the odds. Like, pick somebody in the country. And Rachel's like, yeah, yeah, that's the reason that you're not going to get this girl. It's geography. Like, right, right. In your guys' personal creation of your own list, did you guys have that thought at all at any part, like, in the process? Oh, no. No. Not at all. No. Okay. Okay. Did you? I was just curious if... No. No. My 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 one was like my one was like age. I wonder if I should like keep it a little mm. more tight on the age that range. Thought. I didn't even care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like age, nope, married, nope. Like, Language barrier. Whatever. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> there are actively two guys on my list that are probably twenty years older than me, so um it's interesting to hear like all of their names now because none of like there's a lot of them that I know by name but like I couldn't pick them out in a play or like in a mm-hmm. movie or on TV like I might have heard their name just in context but I don't really know like where they come from you know mm-hmm. um it's just how times have changed I mean in you know almost you know 25 years since you know, these episodes came out. So, okay. So we go back over to Phoebe's place. We kind of hop right back over and it's Frank is doing exactly what Frank likes to do. He is just melting things in the house. And Phoebe, you can tell is just getting a little bit more maybe disheartened. I wouldn't say it's frustrating. Yeah. Yet, but she's definitely like disheartened. Like, we have nothing we're connecting on. He's literally melting plastic spoons. He wants to melt my phone, and I'm obviously not going to let that happen. So I don't know. He's just. I think he's. I think she's just feeling a little, a little bummed out that it's not really working out. Um, and so she says, like, I'm going to go to bed. Like, I think the fumes are getting to me, and he kind of does his little like. <laughs> As if, like, the fumes have obviously gotten to him from melting all of this plastic, which is extremely dangerous. Right. And she gives him the fire extinguisher just to make sure that he's got a backup plan in case something, like, goes, you know, horribly wrong in his melting um, hobby. And he's like, oh, cool, and starts to try and and melt that. So uh, over at the girls' places again, her... This is where we see really Phoebe kind of show her frustration. Her brother's on the ledge doing made-up karate while she's talking to Monica. Um, okay, Monica mentions yeah. the shadow game right here. 
Yes. And my brother did this to me all the time. <laughs> and when I say all the time, I literally mean anytime I tried to talk to him. Because we shared a room until we were three years apart. And we shared a room until he was 13. I was 10. So 10 years of my life. Okay. Um, Dang. And anytime I'd like, I'd be trying to work on schoolwork or I would just, I love to just listen to the radio in my room, you know, back when we didn't have smartphones. Yeah. And he would come in and just, what are you, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. Like all the time, just everything <laughs> I'd say, he'd repeat. And I irritating irritated me. So when she talked about this, I was like, no. Don't don't show that game. Please don't show that game. <laughs> was uh, it was it really hard to have like I mean, that probably means you really didn't get to know him growing up because he was always just like egging you on. Yeah, I mean he he lo- he loved to egg me on. I was the youngest of four boys, so like Right. It's, or the youngest of, with three older brothers. So it was just always you know, anything they could do to take off their little sister. Yeah. And I, like, didn't want to play with them at all. But, um... Right. I mean, we did have conversations here and there, but for the most part, like, I'd just ask him a genuine question. Like, mm-hmm. hey, like, what about this? And he's like, I don't know, what about this? And I'm like, seriously? Can we, like, just talk <laughs> uh. Yeah. Even today, like, sometimes he'll still, like, joke around and do it, but he doesn't do it much. No. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the last time we hung out, he did it for, like, five minutes, and I'm like, I'm seriously going to punch you in the nose. Like, please stop. Oh, you just my get a spray gosh. bottle. Like, every time, like, <laughs> like a cat. Just spray <laughs> <laughs> You want to play this game? <laughs> do it, too. Oh, yeah. that's good. You should definitely do that and tell us how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. Really shadows you one. and that just sprays you in the face. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> just takes the bottle. Can I have that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, I'm sure my sister and I played that, but not enough to, you know, be have some PTSD from it like Llewellyn <laughs> has with her brother. <laughs> um, but isn't that like so funny? Your, like the people that you grow up with, like those are the people that get like the worst of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, like those are the people that you're you're mad at for taking your, you know, beanie babies or whatever, and and I don't know, just <laughs> they get like they get all of the bad things, and yet like you love them the most. <laughs> But, like, you don't show it in conventional, loving ways. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Siblings and relationships are just such a funny... It's just a, a funny dynamic within, like, relationships. But, uh, yeah, so the... Uh, Phoebe's really communicating with Monica, you know, her frustration, but that she's also really gen- jealous of, like, Ross and Monica. And Monica's, like... Does she get... I'm, like, trying to remember now. Does she get into, like... Me and Ross were terrible together as kids. Like, I yeah, literally hated him. They, like, didn't really get along as kids, but, like, now their relationship is yeah. better. Yeah. And that's really hard because Phoebe's comparing a relationship that's been, you know, 20 years, you know, 25 plus years going. And, yeah. like, she just met her brother. And so they're not only... 
they don't get all the base things that other siblings get. They're just getting to know each other as adults. And that's, you know, it's like a fun place to start because then you don't have to go through all the weird, you know, drama things like, you know, the shadow game and stop hitting yourself or I'm not touching you, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And they just get to learn each other as adults. But if you don't have anything in common, that's where Phoebe's frustration is really coming from. So Chandler barges in and he's wondering where Joey is. And he apparently had either sat down on a paint lid or the paint lid Maybe he threw his pants on top of a paint lid, and so it dried. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm actually very confused at how that got there, and Chandler didn't know it until he put it on and I think like he walked sat over on it, there. But I don't know how he would have sat on it and not felt it long enough for it to dry. Right? Yes, a hundred percent. He probably was like, "I want this to be funny." So I'm going to inconvenience myself, ruin a pair of pants. Or maybe he was so focused <laughs> on whatever he was doing that he just probably not didn't notice he was sitting on a paint can. <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't you feel it was wet, though, like seeping through on your butt? Yeah, you would think so. Maybe. I don't really know that we're going to get a logical answer here. <laughs> we should call it. Yeah, him. I just think. <laughs> I think they just kind of did, like, to make it funny, but the, the realness of that doesn't make any sense. The yeah. jeans or the pants would have had to have been thrown on top of the pink can yeah. for it to have enough time to dry. And then maybe when he picked it up, he didn't notice it was attached, and then he put it on. I don't think he could have gotten that by sitting on it. Like, I feel like that's too unrealistic. But anyways, um, obviously it's just a funny point that Joey is just out of his depths when it comes to all things construction. And um, now back over at Phoebe's house, they are still trying to connect. They're watching, you know, TV together. And Phoebe gets a call into work. And this starts another, like, small little storyline, like, humorous thing where there is a complete misunderstanding of Phoebe's job. He does not come from the city, so... And, and based on just his demeanor, I don't think like a lifestyle of getting massages is like part of his MO. And right. so when she tells him that she does like massages, he starts to get into his like little boy, like giggly stage um, because he's thinking that his sister is at one of those parlors that gives like happy endings <laughs> and also maybe they just go all in on it as well his just his understanding of it is like completely skewed and and yet like phoebe thinks she's bonding with him right um so she's all excited like oh oh well why don't you come this this will be great like why don't you come to this and um and he's like, I mean, wouldn't that be kind of weird? Like, and she's like, no, no, you'll get one too. Like, you're not going to watch. Like, I'll get, you know, um, you can get one too. And he's like, I don't think that's what sisters are for. And she's like, well, no, obviously I wouldn't do it. I'd get someone to do it for, like, for me. <laughs> and he's like, okay. He's just super excited about, and there's, there's just a very hard line of misunderstanding. So, um, back at the girl's, ba- uh, back at the girl's place, the bathroom is done and, 
Llewellyn, I thought you might have something to say about this because I think we've talked about this before. Black and white checkered tile. Oh, I can't stand it. What? I can't stand it. I think it's, I think it has a time and place, and I, I just can't stand it. I think it can be done really well, like classic. Like I would maybe want that in my house somewhere. See, when I think of like black and white checkered, the only thing I could think of is if it was in like a race themed room. Mm, I can see that. Oh, interesting. I see it like in a diner. Hmm. I could see it in a diner, but I also have seen it in a diner in Indianapolis, which is a race themed town. <laughs> mm, so right, it like makes sense. <laughs> okay. that's, yes, it was like a like a it was like an IMS themed diner, so it makes sense to have that. Mm, but to me, yeah. black and white checkered, that's all I see. Is I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, race day, like yeah, that type of stuff. But so I would not personally ever want it in a house. Huh. Good to know. Jane, what room would you want it in? Um, like a bathroom. Like, not the main bathroom, but, like, I'd love for, like, my kids to have, like, a Jack and Jill, like, in that. Or, mm. like, uh, like an actual powder room. But I've seen it done with, like, not, like, true, like, black and white vinyl, but, like, slate, almost. Interesting. And I think it's really, oh. like, I don't know. I like it. Hmm. Yeah, but only a bathroom. Maybe a laundry room. I I think if there was a house that already had it in, I could see Mm -hmm. keeping it in and formulating that room to kind of stay on that theme. Yeah. um, By probably changing, like, other things. So, like, if it was in a kitchen, changing up the cabinets or the you know, the, the oven to make it seem more retro maybe. And just like going in on that theme. Um, but what was interesting about that choice for their apartment, their apartment is so eclectic in a lot of other ways that I feel like it doesn't fit the apartment Hmm. as a whole. Would you guys agree or disagree? I disagree because I think it's like when I think black and white, I do think kind of like quirky a little bit. I don't know. I think it kind of goes on brand with like, oh, that's another random thing. Like the whole apartment's purple. Mm. That's so random. Or like, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of adds to that eccentric kind of vibe. I don't know. Well, I feel like about you. I feel like their apartment is a little all over the place. Like yeah. the, you know, the purple and then the kitchen's like that tealish, bluish color and the bedrooms are like really pink or pink. Or, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's just like they're all all over the place. Right. That I feel like adding black and white tile in the bathroom is just adding another thing. Like <laughs> and in our bathroom is another little yeah, another design. Like I'm thinking of like Pinterest boards for every room in their house. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I, I want this in this room and this in this room. But, like, none of it really makes sense. <laughs> right. Which is always something that baffled me just in knowing Monica. Mm-hmm. Like, I would yes. never. Like, I look at that apartment and see, like, organized chaos. But it's still chaotic, you know? Yeah. And I would have never, like, and I know she inherited it from her grandma, right? I think it was inherited, yeah. Okay. So I don't know if it was, uh-huh. like, grandma's style or something. But, but okay, here's a question. Or he kind of had with this whole, since, like, Joey was doing so much construction, mm-hmm. 
I know that mm-hmm. sometimes like you can rent something and then own it eventually, and I typically thought that's that was condos. Yeah. But these are apartments. Like how are they able to make all these changes mm-hmm. within an apartment? Like I wouldn't Yeah. I would expect like maybe a landlord would come in and like change my floor tiling. Right. But like I I don't know, and maybe yeah. it's different in New York and maybe like mm-hmm. they do things like that, but yeah. so when I when in this conversation we were thinking about how everything is so weird like it could be maybe she can't change that because mm, true it is an apartment but then again you're changing the floor so yeah i don't know little things that like probably don't matter because it's just a tv show but <laughs> we think about those Good ads. no that's such a that's such a solid point um because even to change wall colors you usually have to like ask the landlord and they usually yeah. make you paint it back when like you're done yeah, and like purple is such a bright color, and like you, no, you would yes. When you're like selling a house, you don't think of like, oh, I love the idea of having purple walls. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were personally <laughs> no. saying that. I was like, no, I was like, really? I, if I'm looking at a house, I want to see like neutral. Yeah. Because then, if I want to add my own touch to it, I can. Yeah. Yeah. And that's usually what um, like stagers or like the sellers. Um, yeah. Or your agents will tell you to do is like normally they make you paint, mm-hmm. um, or they recommend you know that you paint before you list it so that way when people come in, I think right now because the market is so hot for selling, um, maybe those modifications aren't as needed because by the end of like a weekend of showing you'll have like ten or fifteen offers on a home you know, right. yeah. um, and things are going faster so people are just wanting to get in as opposed to needing it to be perfect before getting in so but yeah i would think with a place like that being all like all purple even like the door like all of it is just such an interesting yeah it's just a lot of it's a lot of purple paint yeah. <laughs> um now at this time ross comes in with his final list and it is laminated <laughs> that he'll like keep in his wallet, I guess. Like it's like a wallet size. I think yeah. to yeah, I think to Ross, it's sort of like a it's it's in stone. I've laminated it. Like I can't just cross out a name and make changes. Right. Um, I think it's funny that he like had to he had to put it on paper to begin with. Um, mm, and yeah. he's not like dating anybody at this point either, right? So he's. He's dating Rachel. Wait, he's dating Rachel. Sorry. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Just kidding. He's dating Rachel, obviously. Um, But I just think it's, I just think it's so like Ross that he would actually laminate it and like put it on paper and keep it on his person. Um, As opposed to the other people who, you know, Rachel just rattled off five names. Chandler just rattled off five names. Like, but to put it on a list, I don't know, for Ross seems very in cement. It's just funny. So. Um, so the, they're, uh, at the massage parlor, the brother, um, he gets brought in by this other masseur and, um, he like, you can tell he like does not understand. He, she's like, he touched my butt and he's like, well, you touched mine. She's like, that's my job. Like, he's like, oh, what? So I can have sex with you, but I can't touch you. And they're like, oh, gross. And so this huge argument ensues of like what the miscommunication has been and can I say that it's really 
it was really alarming and like jarring to me to one the guy who played this character he plays it so well like he's he's this weird like boy in an older guy's body like Mm -hmm. he seems like he's eight years old but you know he's in his i don't know late teens early 20s um and yet so he's got like he's holding up this sheet over his chest but he's got like his bicep muscle is huge and there's something about the combination of the fact that he's covering up most of his body with a sheet but he's got like he's actually like toned but he looks like a man i don't there's something so disturbing about that to me that it was hard to watch this scene I feel like only you would would ever like describe that. (laughs) Because to me, I'm sitting there thinking like, can he just put a shirt on? Like, could we like cover the guy? Well, because I figure every time you see like a guy without his shirt on, it's like he's not holding the sheet like a girl would. Like a girl would hold it up there because she's got boobs to cover. Okay, I get it. I get what you're saying. He has no reason, like, he could have he could have easily just wrapped it around his waist and none of that would have been uncomfortable for me. I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. He's wrapping up his waist, like, got it, cool. He gets pulled in and something is wrong. But, but the fact that he's, like, yeah. I feel like at this time period, though, too, I think we've talked about this, like, the, the idea of, like, guys having their shirts off wasn't as popular as it is now. So yeah, maybe they true. were just trying to, like, be a little bit more modest and, like, mm-hmm. maybe only, like, show that he's naked but only show his arms. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It could have been. Yeah, I mean, you could be right. It was just so, yeah. Yeah, you could be right. I was just. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) Aw, Jane. It's just funny. Um, It's like, show me your chest and I'll be less uncomfortable. (laughs) Take your clothes off. But that's that's kind of how it was. I was like. (laughs) (laughs) It was just the weirdness of all of it together. I think that was like, I don't know why, but this is. I'm uncomfortable and wouldn't feel comfortable in a room with him. I don't know. It's so weird. I get it. I get it. Um, But Phoebe's like on her final straw with him, like in this scene. She's like, I just, we were having, like, she makes a joke that like everything was perfect and like whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, it was perfect. And she's like, no, wait. Like, I was saying that as a joke because this weekend has sucked. <laughs> right. But he's like, oh, oh, no, you're right. It was perfect. And I'm so sorry. Like, how could it be so stupid? And, um, yeah, so, uh, but, yeah, they, they kind of have, like, a sweet, they have a finally, like, a sweet moment. Like, the moment that Phoebe was hoping for all weekend mm-hmm. happens in this, in the aftermath of this, you know, really huge reveal of the misunderstanding of what she does for a living. And, um, and it was really sweet, like to see Phoebe get, you know, what she wanted. I don't know. Yeah, it was good. Um, okay. So we're kind of getting near the end. So the, the whole friends unit is putting up this cabinet and, um, they put it up and it's just way too long. It's way too long. Um, it blocks half of Joey's door and half of Chandler's door and to where they kind of have to like squeeze around it to get into their own rooms. And um, so it's it's just sort of like the cherry on top to Joey's incompetency when it comes to building things. Chandler tries to 
move it, he's like, well, I don't think I should have to suffer just because you can't measure things correctly. So it's going to go all in front of your door and not in front of my door at all. And so he goes to try and like move it across, you know, the carpeted area. And Joey's like, oh, I for- before I forget, um, that side is still wet. So um, it's a really quick scene. Um, but I'm just imagining like if the whole thing was in front of Joey's door he would have to crawl through that little slot that's like that one little cubby and he would have to like crawl through every time he wants to get into his bedroom which i can see him doing yeah like, oh yeah gladly yeah <laughs> as a way to like keep his point proved or something yeah or just because he's joey it's like a child <laughs> the man child yeah <laughs> like frank yeah could you imagine bringing like girls home though and be like oh yeah just oh, yeah. crawl through here <laughs> Uh, okay, so then for the last for the last scene in this um, main part of the episode, the Rachel is delivering <laughs> this latte to this guy, and I just had to juggle. I I was gonna write it down and reread it off to you guys, but um, essentially it has like sixteen modifications, and I was like, oh my god, that's me. <laughs> I literally made a comment. I was like, that drink is so twenty twenty one. Like, yeah. <laughs> like maybe some of the modifiers would be different but i modify every beverage that i get i mean it's like i'll i'll try an original one like the first one to begin with but then as i start drinking it more i realize that there's different facets of it that i like more than others so i'll modify it every time after that um and so, like, I'm I'm every, like, Starbucks barista cafe um, person's, like, nightmare. Like, I just, <laughs> I have to modify everything. Um, okay. Then Isabella Rossellini comes in. And this whole, this whole, like, last scene is really, like, Ross recognizes her and then is super bummed because he took her off her, his list. And Rachel's, like, or someone asks, like, why don't you make her an alternate? Like, go for it. Like, you're not going to get her anyways. So, sure. Why don't we bend the rules a little bit? Because this is going to be hilarious. And she can be an alternate. No big deal. I'll let you have this one for free. It's fine. And this exchange that he has with her is just funny. Essentially, Ross goes up to her and he's like fangirling real hard. He's like, oh my gosh, like I love like I love you and, and this and this. And like, you're, I'm one of your biggest fans. And um, here's the thing, like... She calls him out for being with the girl over there, but he's like, oh, no, 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 here's the thing. It's totally cool. We we actually agreed that, like, I have a list of people, and... Um, right, she pulls out her own... Or she, like, talks about her own list. Well, yeah, she makes a joke. Like, She's like, oh, that's yeah. so funny. I have a list, too, and there's a random guy at a cafe that... Um, yeah, that I would that I would sleep with too. And she forces him to bring out his list, but he has to explain that she's not even on the list that he's talking about. So he just becomes more and more <laughs> creepy. Like, could you imagine walking up to a very famous person and trying to explain what is happening? And yet he's she's not even on the list that he's talking about. His laminated business. Right. <laughs> she's like, you laminated it? 
This girl. So he completely, like, obviously she's not going to sleep with him as much as she, like, jokes around with him. Um, but, yeah, so it goes very poorly. And, um, you know, Ross is kind of bummed. Rachel kind of knew it. She's like, of course you weren't going to get her, regardless of a list or not. Like, there's no way that you were going to, like, actually line it up to, like, be with her. So. Right. Um, okay, so then we hop over to the tag, the last scene in this episode. Um, Joey makes a bet. You know, it's they're looking at this cabinet again, and he kind of makes a bet with Chandler that that he can fit in there. Um, so they make a wager on it, and he's like, cool, I'll bet you, what, five bucks or a dollar or whatever that you can't fit in there. And Chandler already has that little glint in his eye of, um, mischievousness and so as soon as he gets in there he closes him up and then puts like a hockey stick in between the two door handles so that he can't open the door and then he slips in the money and then just walks out of the apartment and Joey's like bragging see I told you I could fit in here it's big enough and no one's there to even listen to it because Chandler has left so that is kind of the last part of the episode. So um, I felt like I did a lot of the talking in this one. So guys, why don't you share any of the points that maybe you skipped over because you didn't want to intervene? Jane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did a better job this time. Um, I mean, Joey's work jeans. I think you made a comment to Llewellyn. <laughs> like, they were so, like, okay, the I don't one know, thing, crisp. The one like, thing Joey know. does well is he crisp. gets in the character well. <laughs> like, like a like, brand new dollar bill. <laughs> like, I almost feel like he had the jeans in his closet, and then from that was like, I need to build something. So, like, yeah, he got into character. He saw the yeah, he jeans. Like, he, put the, he, like, he put the outfit on, he was like, yeah, this is construction time. Yeah, I'm going to build something today. I'm a builder today. Yeah. That's and really funny because he is an actor. Out. So that's a great, like, pick yeah. up. Yeah, it gave me flashbacks of, like, um, the, like, cologne episode. You know, like him <laughs> putting on his outfit to, like, get in character. Yeah. Um, the only thing I have that I didn't talk about was... Um, when Joey came into Monica's apartment and mentioned the bathroom tile, mm-hmm. the outfit she was wearing was so cute. And it, it it's going to sound out of character for what I would ever wear, but honestly, I would love to wear this. Maybe mm. to like a, like, like a date or like an outing or something. But she had on an olive tank top, like one of the, the ones that like cover your whole chest, not like a strap one. Mm-hmm. Um, with a corduroy skirt and tights. Okay, was it a green skirt too? I think so. Tights? Okay, yeah. That must be my comment where I put mom's outfit, green skirt, <laughs> and black tights. I was like, mom, mom, who? Like, it was mom. Here. But it wasn't See, mom. I would, I would love it. <laughs> I would love it. It yeah. was so cute. I was like, that's very 90s. Yeah. But well, it's adorable. I think I liked it too. I think that, but I don't remember it like you did. You guys but, should go yeah, thrifting together tight. and try and find that outfit. Oh, yes, to sit on our couch or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Okay, the, there's a moment where Ross is sitting on the couch and he has on corduroys, loafers, <laughs> and white socks. And the corduroys are rolled at the uh-huh. bottom. And I think he has like a denim shirt on, which love a denim shirt, but... I, I do it was the, that. I was like, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> What's wrong with you, Ross? 
Rachel, why didn't you chime in? Like, you left the house that way. It's on brand for him, but I was just mortified by that. It seems very, like, old man-ish. Yes. And I like corduroys. I think it was just the socks. Like, even if he took the socks off, it would have been an upgrade. Hmm. I think that's all I... Okay. Anything from you, Llewellyn? It was kind of a straightforward... Um, Let's rate the episode before we get into our own... um, lists so jane as our honored guest how would you rate this episode mm. i'm in between unagi and how you doing i know i should say it like what is it how you doing <laughs> maybe i'll say i'll say unagi because i did it was just like um, it was a good episode. It was just a solidly good episode. I appreciated that Phoebe had a little more um, of a storyline. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Joey and Chandler don't really do it for me. So, like, anytime they hold, like, a large portion of the episode, <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't hold my attention as much. Um, but yeah, but it was good. I laughed a lot. So. Nice. Nice. Unagi. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? I don't know. Um, I would say <laughs> I would say we were on a break. Um, I, I mean, I thought the episode was funny. Like all the po- all the parts were funny, and there was humor in every scenario, every plot point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. It did f- kind of feel like just a thrown together episode. Like yeah. none of the plot points really like mixed well together. Like they didn't. Mm. They almost all could have been standalone, and it would have been fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't really like in the whole scheme of things, it didn't really do much. I think yeah. for like moving the plot line forward. I mean, we do see Phoebe and Frank trying to connect, which is good because I think Phoebe definitely deserves some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't really connect. It was just kind of awkward, and it didn't really do much for me. So that's mm-hmm. what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I would say outside of the list. There's really nothing that's memorable about this episode to me. Um, and I'm actually having a hard time deciding between a Marcel and an oh my God. Um, but I think because there is a little bit of Phoebe in here and we are seeing the relational connection between her and Frank, which is, you know, it, it, it needs to happen because of, you know, future plot stories in the whole of Friends. So... I'll give it an... I have to do it right. Oh, my God. Um, Just for those same reasons, I don't think it was a very good episode. Um, Outside of the idea that there's a list, which I think is hilarious, um, I, like, couldn't have cared less about the cabinet with Joey. I think it's funny, and they keep it through the rest of the series. It's not like they all of a sudden throw it away and go back to normal. Like, it stays there (laughs) forever. Um, But I, I just don't think it was anything to write home about so that is what i'll give it so before we get into our post-show wrap-up let's do our lists so jane give us your (laughs) top five celebrities that would be on your list let me pull it out of my wallet (laughs) i really should (laughs) that's hilarious Um, (laughs) 
Okay, this is in no special order. Order, but So we have Gerard Butler, which that was the one where, Leanne, where you were considered age. I was like, can I do that? And I was like, I'm doing it. (laughs) Age is just a number. Yeah. (laughs) Age is just a number. Um, Heath Ledger, specifically from 10 Things I Hate About You. you are somebody that's not here anymore either, and y'all were laughing at me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I did laugh at you. Get it. I was a little concerned for you. But no. <laughs> okay. Like, this, guys, the same this level. is a list that, like, yeah. you know, we don't ever expect anything to happen, but... Really? No. In a perfect world. I have faith. I have faith here. Um, for Heath Ledger? Really? No. How are you going to make that work? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay. Manny Montana, who's less known, but he's in this show called Good Girls. Wait, do you know who he yes, is? Yes, I do know oh, who he is. I agree. My gosh. I have he, no like, idea might who he be. is. He's, like, probably in the, like, top two. He's in two. Good Girls. Look him Holy up. Holy smokes. I'm looking him up right now. Okay, so then we have Jared Leto, who he was in Suicide Squad as the Joker. He was in, like, a Gucci campaign with Lana Del Rey. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. And James Franco has consistently been, like, someone that I go to since I was, like, 16. <laughs> but that's my thing. Like, the dark hair, dark eyes. Mm-hmm. So if I had to do the list, I'd probably say Manny Montana, James Franco, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, Gerard Butler, from top to least. Nice. Oh. I don't know that I can actually order them, but... Oh, really? <laughs> Alternate would be specifically Detective Stapler. <laughs> like, specifically yes. Detective Stapler. Yeah, yeah. Not not Chris Maloney. No. Detective yes. Stapler. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I would be there with you. Alternate. All the way. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You just made me think of someone else. Yeah. All right. So then should we have Leanne go? No, Llewellyn. She always goes last. (laughs) All right. All right. This first person is the top. PowerPoint, (laughs) Leanne. I do not have a PowerPoint. (laughs) Although I have about 13 honorable mentions. This is super tough. Yes. Um, I have a number one, and then all the others are in no particular order. And everybody already knows my number one. It's Chris Hemsworth. Always and forever will be Chris Hemsworth. Number one, top of the pile. In an instant. Mm-mm-mm. Now, number two through five are in no order at all. Um, <laughs> I have got... What? <laughs> I've got um, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hardy. I'm sensing, I'm sensing I'm a theme. I'm Google these. Tom Hiddleston is Loki. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. So um, and he's yeah. in, and he's <laughs> and he's English. So I'm, I've got an Australian, okay. an English, another English, and two Americans. <laughs> so, um, so Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hardy, um, mm, okay. Richard Armitage, like Bane? Tom Hardy is, is Tom Hardy? anybody? Yeah, Tom Hardy's Bane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he's also in Inception. And then, um, so Richard Armitage and then Robert Downey Jr. Oh my, no. We have, we have a like on our, our list. Gosh. Why? I will save my honorable mentions for later, but 
Yeah, so Chris yeah. Hemsworth, Tom Hardy, Tom Hiddleston, Richard Armitage, Robert Downey Jr. Richard. You know what the hardest oh, thing was? What? Not picking a superhero? No. No. <laughs> the, <laughs> that's actually hilarious. They are she literally all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. And there's a lot of honorable mentions on here that are as well. So um, what was hard was separating the actor from their character because mm. there are people like Benedict Cumberbatch who what are these as <laughs> Sherlock funny. like as Sherlock or as Doctor Strange you love their character but when you get a picture of them he's actually not that attractive like at all but it yeah. was so it was really like I had to be super intentional to like okay who is actually like who would I actually want to be on this list because like Benedict Cumberbatch and Dr. Strange seem like two very different people, but it's because it's played by an actor and they're very skilled at their job. So anyways, those are mine. Llewellyn, save me. Okay. Mine are in no particular order. I don't know that I could ever order them up. I know. They <laughs> but, always flux too. Um, yeah. Well, mind you, like I have a list that's way more than five, but Mm -hmm. But for all different reasons. Um, Okay, so first, Max Greenfield, a.k.a. Schmidt from New York. (laughs) No way. Yes. (laughs) One, he's attractive, but two, he's hilarious. Oh. (laughs) Like, as as a real human and as an actor. (laughs) You know, I can totally see that, actually. I get it. Yeah, like, I can see it. For you. I can see it for Um, you. Yeah. Um, he's happily married with kids, but whatever. Oh, well. um, so is Chris Hemsworth. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most, I think all these people are married, except one. One's not alive. Um, Robert Downey Jr., obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Bomer, who mm. played Neil in White Collar and many other mm-hmm. things. Um, Paul Walker. Ooh, that's a nice one. Yes. <laughs> like a piece of meat. Uh, <laughs> Um, Paul Walker, RIP. And my last one is, which, I don't know that you guys know this guy, uh, Matthew Gray Goobler. He played Spencer Reed in Criminal Minds. Oh, yes. I love him. He's probably the only one that, like, if I were to ever actually see him, you know. But. I like him. Yeah. I... I don't know. Like as I was creating my list, like I there. I mean, trust me, I got some honorable mentions on here that are just straight looks. That's why they're on the list. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, like most of the people are because like, as an actor, like if I followed them on social media or anything, like I love what they stand for and like what they you know, like their personalities and all that stuff. So yeah. try to lean towards more that than looks these days. But Maybe a good person. There are definitely people on this list that I'm like, <laughs> I just like your Man looks. meat. <laughs> <laughs> It's so interesting because I feel like I now know a little bit more about Llewellyn's type and Mm -hmm. you, it seems like just based on that list, you like very like like tender, soulful guys. 100%. Nerdy with a sense of humor. Thoughtful, sweet, tender, like those types. I, on the other hand, yeah. now question, <laughs> what do you guys think of me based on my list? 
literally here here are my gentlemanly yeah gentleman like i would see like your list as you you Mm, like a gentleman true gentleman that's chiseled modern yes (laughs) well-traveled yeah well-traveled yes and um like self-motivated just like successful in whatever he's doing like he has a, (laughs) a thing that he is absolutely excellent at yeah okay here are some honorable mentions Okay. For me, Gerard Butler. So I really appreciate that it's on your list. Uh, all of us. All of us. <laughs> all of it's us. All yes. Of um, we should send him an, an email. <laughs> <laughs> um, Idris Elba. Oh, I thought about that too. Okay. Yeah. He okay. he almost almost made the list, like the one through five. Uh, Jamie Dornan and Charlie Hunnan. <sighs> Jamie Dornan, yes. I don't think I know. I'm going to Google. And then uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris yeah. Evans. What's hard, what's hard about Chris Evans, Evans is that he plays Captain America, and I hate Captain America so much. Yeah. So that was one where I like, but I okay. Love Chris Evans. Here's the deal. Like, Leanne, think about it. He is actually a very attractive human being, even though you hate yeah. his character. <laughs> so that was, yeah. he made honorable mentions, but I don't think he outranks any of my actual five. Um, but, like, even even like Captain America in the later movies, especially Infinity War, like with his beard and the dark, like yes. oh my goodness, so so nice to so look at. Um, I'd okay, also throw like- in Zac Efron as well, his older self, like mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. nice. His older self, not his High School Musical self. Don't give us not that his look, Jane. <laughs> not his High School Musical self with his like shaggy hair. If you see his yeah. um, that Netflix, More his, like Greatest Showman and up. Yeah, great. Yes, absolutely. Yes, done. Those are my honorable mentions. To just separate the two. Okay. Okay, I got a couple honorable mentions. I'll keep it short. Um, okay. So Gerard Butler, we all agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Taron Egerton. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. You know who he is? That's a great one. Um, Ryan Phillippe. He was Ooh, like a. I love. Very him. nice. Um, Patrick Dempsey. Okay. I swear yeah. it gets more attractive the older he gets. Yeah. Um, like Richard a fine Madden. Wine. Like a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, Richard gets Madden. better with age. Uh, he's, his accent is the best. Mm. Um, I think he's... Is he English? No, Irish. Which is the best. And then the last one I'll say is uh, Eric McCormick. Is he Will the one who plays... Yeah. Okay. See, that it's just hard for me to like separate. What do you mean? He's like, also not as gay. <laughs> but well, I do I like? I mean, I do have. A, I mean, Matt Bomer's gay, and I still, in real life, not as a character. I do love Will and Grace. Yeah. Wow, you guys had lengthy lists. It's it's hard to whittle down. It is hard to whittle down. Oh, but also um, Stabler. From SVU, oh, I my would. Gosh, yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that man. Okay, None of I us put like musicians. Oh, I do have one, but I didn't put him on my list. Okay, Ben Platt. I love Ben Platt, but more for his music, less for his looks. Got it. I just don't have any <laughs> musician that I'm like interested in. That is interesting that we all put, like, movie or TV stars. Yeah. I strongly consider John Mayer. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, why are you making that face? I you don't. don't like I'm him? not like a. I mean, I don't mind his music, but I'm not like a. Oh my gosh, Chad Mayer! Like oh, a lot of girls are. I think he's so mysterious. He would be a terrible partner, but I think he's not mysterious. He's just a hot mess. <laughs> I just. I don't know. Well, yeah. True. <laughs> No, but I get Anyways. it. I mean, he's got that musician esque about him. I, I totally get where you're coming mm-hmm. from. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, so our um, post show wrap up, we've got a social media spotlight of the week. That is, and I'm sorry if I pronounce your name wrong, um, I am going to, it seems like it might be French, but I could also be wrong. So I've got Camille Laurent. Um, she texted um a while back or instagrammed with us um reaching out just said hey i just wanted to say that i really like your podcast it helps me relax at night and unwind i live in singapore by the way so thank you camille um for your message um we appreciate you thanks for reaching out especially all the way from singapore we think that is incredibly fun um so just wanted to feature you on this week's social media spotlight so um, and we don't have any recommends to a friend, so that just means that we are going to cover the one with the flashback next week. Yes, so we will catch you guys next week on the One with Friends podcast.